following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Savannah Hugh Moeller, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Okay, here we go. It's a Thursday here inside the SWBC podcast studio at the Star in Frisco. And this is Mick Shots. And there are. Football players on a football field just beyond the windows that surround the SWBC podcast studio. And Mickey Spagnola's been out on that football field. He's taken a good look at who's in uniform and who's not. And Everson Walls and Savannah Humoler, they have football players in football pads today. <laughs> you know they mean business. Hey, oh, yes. Listen. Uh, Spags is still going to blow it when it comes down to the final roster. <laughs> I have no confidence in you. you after, you've lost confidence. Man, after, after, after that game, what was that, the, the, the Cardinals game? Yeah, the like, Cardinals I blamed game you. you. Did you get my text after that? Like, after what? Mickey, come you what, didn't like, tell what just us happened? was hurt. How come you didn't yeah. tell us? Like, what Mickey? happened? Yeah. You're supposed to be our guy, man. I, I guess was... I should have walked down the aisle in the, in the plane and see who was <laughs> yes. ice on. Yes, right. please. You're supposed right. to inform us of you these You didn't things. know about the, the Tyron Smith uh, pothole so incident? It's, so it's a with a grain of salt that you listen to Mickey Spagnola tell us Who's out on the Everything happens field. after we hey, go off the air. I uh-huh. want you to know that I wasn't on the fan yesterday because mm-hmm. of Mike starting at 11, and they had booked a Sean Merriman for some reason at 11.20, so they said, we'll get you tomorrow. Well, when I came through the parking lot, the, the guy that does the mobile car washes in there, he goes, so were you late or were they late? And I go, what do you mean? He goes, I was waiting for you at 11 o'clock and you weren't there. And I said, they told me they didn't need me. He goes, what do you mean they didn't need me? You, I was driving around waiting for you. (laughs) So just let that be a lesson to you. The people are waiting with bated breath to That's hear right. what Mickey has to say about who's on the practice I field. thought for sure they'd be indoors after the storms last night. It was. It's Especially when they showed me the rain at FC Dallas yeah. that interrupted that game. You couldn't that was They never finished, did they? No, I don't yeah. think so. They had to call it. And I'm going, well, there's no way they're practicing outdoors today, but... You got here, and there was equipment on the field. There was a little sunlight go. on it, mm-hmm. and they they went to. So, question for you: Were yep. you working last night? I was. Did you sit <laughs> in the office for five hours and do nothing? I um, as soon as ten thirty rolled around, and I mean, it was obvious at ten o'clock when when they put a tornado warning <laughs> you out. You called it right. You called it right. <laughs> when they put a tornado warning at nine forty-five, they issued a tornado warning uh, for the Midlothian area, whatever. Yeah. Um, not that they don't matter, but <laughs> yeah, that sounded area. very dismissive. <laughs> that was very dismissive. It's uh, the tornado warning was until ten thirty. I said, well, we ain't having sports tonight. I could have gone <laughs> home then, but it was raining, and, and so I nobody had out. sports. And I'm going, you know what? They had to spend, or at least one station spent money to send their crew to Tampa. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, they're not going to waste that. They're going to come back for sports. And that, and nope. that station, the weather guy, uh, Delkus, uh, <laughs> he must have I've, I've, got all, I've got all the stations up in my office. He must work. have talked for an hour straight. Yeah, and, and he was saying, well, 
They say this is supposed to be a tornado, but I don't see a tornado in there at all. <laughs> no, no, yeah, he said it was very weak. Yeah, well, no, no, Midlothian too. No, that's right. right. He said Midlothian. it was unimpressive. Yeah. Unimpressive. Yeah, very, very that's very the unimpressive. word he used. He sounded disappointed, if didn't he? <laughs> if it's unimpressive, why <laughs> am I have to watch this for an hour? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no sports. No sports. Yeah, and so and so all the stations have to keep, even though it's very unimpressive what's happening <laughs> out there weather-wise, because everybody else is doing weather we got to do weather too mm-hmm. because he, he just sounded disappointed yeah that was what scared me unimpressive yeah. <laughs> oh god it's not gonna tear up anything <laughs> why am i here <laughs> i was thinking of bill i said well he's got all this great stuff and you know, highlights of the rangers mm-hmm. winning the, the Man, their series how about them rangers? nobody saw it and it nobody saw it yeah, yeah. They, oh poor rangers like the one night the one night they win a postseason series and they're going to get all this coverage and <laughs> weather the, yeah they they, 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 they want you to cover cover a, the celebration. Yeah, a, cover this celebration. You got a dog in the exactly. last celebration. A tornado yeah. that wasn't there uh, <laughs> <laughs> preempted them. Um, All right. So, uh, but yeah, at, at least this celebration was for something. Yeah. And so I think they get it no was, criticism for this champagne celebration. Well, I mean, if you look at it, they still got to go to Baltimore. Yeah, that's right. right. They they still still could be home okay. five that's days right. resting. That's right. Right. They can still be that's resting. Right. So okay. the real test, okay. the real <laughs> test on that celebration last week is whether they win the next series. Or there not, you go. Right? Now yeah. they put pressure on themselves uh-huh. every stop. Yeah. And you could spray champagne. That doesn't mean you have to drink it. Right. 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 Well, I got to admit, I was very impressed with them. I sat down and watched the whole game. Like, man, these guys. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you think they have it? You, you like think the, they have it? You like that if rookie? If you get pitching like oh, that. Do you I? like that rookie from Jason Witten's hometown, Elizabethton, <laughs> Mr. Carter, Mr. Carter. Carter. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't like champagne. And the I other mean. rookie from Texas Tech, well, He's too Tech, young, Josh man. Young. He's, a, he's a boy. Well, yeah, I guess just if they handed 21. him something, they had to check his ID. <laughs> Yeah, he just turned 21. He's never had a like sip. Wow. Yeah, he's never had a sip. Yeah, <laughs> No, anything. he said, I'll I'll take a beer. Okay, there you go. Okay. Real man. All right, All right so All injury report. waiting with bated breath. Right, and that's right. And here we are talking baseball. Hey, again. why not? Shoot. And tornadoes that weren't. <laughs> I saw everybody out there that was on the extensive injury report yesterday, most of them not injury rest, uh, the only person that wasn't out there was Peyton Hendershot. He's got a ankle, and he was out yesterday, did not practice, and it didn't look like he was practicing today. But the encouraging thing, Everson, mm-hmm. was that Tyron Smith yesterday was listed at non-injury rest, and he was out there in pads. Uh, so was... Uh, Zach Martin listed as non-injury rest yesterday with a thigh. He was in pads. So was Biotish, Tyler Smith, uh, and Terrence Steele. So there is a chance, a chance, (laughs) as of Thursday, (laughs) that the the first-team offensive line will be on the field together for the first time all year. We saw him on the cords yesterday. Right. Yeah, they look good. They look, you said you can't have a bad knee and do those do things the, on the, the shuffle court. that they were doing. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, Damone Clark was out there in pads. Rico Doddle out there in pads, and he told me, I'm fine. I've got a bruise. 
uh, guy with a helmet, helmet in the th in the hip, and he goes, "It's just sore." What happened to the days of just just tape it up? You can't tape you can't up a contusion. Do Did they have injury reports back in your day? <laughs> I don't, I don't remember this. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. I'm not like Rayfield Wright or somebody, man. Come on. I was. I came in the 80s. Things were kind of modern. We started. We were good with computer paper. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's we right. we actually ushered in. Come on, Gil Brandt. Remember uh -huh. me, Gil? Yeah. Come on. Tom just told. Him, I don't know that we had to have injury reports so back then because there wasn't. Any we were never it. injured, yeah, as far right. as we were concerned. That's right. Because I know if I was injured, then I'd probably lose my job. Mm -hmm. So I never went into just the, put some spit out. I never. Rub. I just put on extra tape. Tape it up. Tape, tape it, it up. up. That's right. Thank you, Savannah. <laughs> tape it up. That was it. So Savannah, how are things doing on the text line over there? What is that number again? Let's see. Text line. I have that would it, be eight one seven two nine zero three two nine eight. Do you care about the San Francisco injuries? Sure. Um, the only starter. I want to know about Debo. Debo was limited with ribs and knee. He'll be fine. So they listed him as limited. He's not uh, missing this. Jawan Jennings, uh, their, I guess, third or fourth wide receiver, was limited. The rest of the guys that did not practice uh John Feliciano, backup center, uh, guard. Uh, Who, by the way, their, back, their backup center, John Feliciano, started 15 games for the New York Giants last year and uh, signed in free agency with San Francisco. You think the Giants could use him yes. back there? Yes, yeah. especially since Schmidt or Schmitz, whatever his name is, is injured. Mm -hmm. uh, linebacker Dre Greenlaw did not practice. He's their starting will linebacker. Uh, they rested McCaffrey. I'm sure he needed it. Uh, they back up running back Elijah Mitchell didn't practice. Uh, cornerback. Chadvarius Ward was out yesterday, and they rested Trent Williams. So maybe that'll help him get within three yards of the line of scrimmage when he gets in his stance. Ooh, you've done some scouting? I have. Oh, well, that he, doesn't take much scouting for that guy. The, the, the head Jeez. is supposed to cross the center's belt. Everyone knows waist. now. Everyone knows now that he does the, the wrong thing every every he's play. So, he's so far back, you got to take three steps to get to him. Mm -hmm. And, and it, he takes and, off fast. And he gets he away with it. He takes off early. Yeah, yeah, they sure do. I asked somebody yesterday, I said, one of the defensive guys, I said, did you guys see when he kind of digs his toe in the ground like it should be a false start before the snap? They go, oh, yeah, well, we see it. They don't call it. Mm -mm. Doesn't do any good to say anything. Jordan rules. Jordan rules. <laughs> <laughs> he's that good? Uh, he's not he's that good. Well, he's a 10-time Pro Bowler. Well, he ain't Jordan. Well, yeah, if you get a head start like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll be interesting to see what the Micah can do. Think Michael will work that side much? I bet he does. I bet he does. Got uh, a fifth-round draft pick, Colton McKivitz, at right tackle. And, of course, that Matt McGlinchey was their starter for the last four or five years, former first-round pick. He signed with Denver in uh -huh. the offseason. So they're going uh, – they drafted McKivitz in 2020 in the fifth round, and he's their starting right tackle. Which, by the way, uh, we didn't have – I mean, we just kind of got the news that um, 
Randy Gregory got released mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. So when I looked into it, uh, Sean Payton Has was he like officially gotten released. Or well, he, they were waiting like, for a trade. They were trying to right, trade him, to... and they couldn't do anything. And so when they said, "Is he gone?" Well, he's not here, but we'll we'll see. So they were still trying to uh, work a trade with him. But it made me think because he ended up signing with. Uh, with the Broncos, who, by the way, getting rid of them is going to cost them $16 million against the salary cap. That's a pretty penny. Mm. Uh, think about what he's done there. I think he ended up with maybe playing 10 games and limited this year. He had like two sacks. But because they he decided to leave and they didn't spend that money, they were able to re-sign Dorrance Armstrong, who ended up with eight and a half sacks last year. Mm -hmm. They were able to sign Dante Fowler, who had six sacks last year, uh, and probably played Micah Parsons more at defensive end as a pass rusher than they would have if Randy Gregory was there. And he had 13 and a half sacks last year. So they more than... Uh, compensated for his loss, mm-hmm. and Denver didn't get bang for the buck by signing him to that big contract. Has he signed with New England yet? I, 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 don't, <laughs> I don't know that he's been released yet. Uh, maybe they haven't officially done yeah. it yet. Maybe I mean, they're was, still trying just sources to— sources say, and what often happens on that is the— It'll get floated that he's going to be released. No, Sean Payton sounded like they were cleaning out the locker room. Okay. That uh, they they but needed, they, if they haven't released him yet, on. yeah, then, no one else can then, pick okay, him up. If there is a team, can't pick him up. Yeah, that would be interested. Yeah, this just like what it's basically what the Chargers did with the Patriots. J.C. Jackson did not play the last couple of games. He had some legal issues back in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and so. They were about to release him, but then the Patriots on Sunday lose their first-round draft pick cornerback, Christian Gonzalez, at AT AT&T Stadium to a season-ending injury. And so they worked out a deal. And the deal was an exchange of late-round draft picks in 2025. But what the deal really was is the Chargers are eating the contract and the Patriots don't have to fight anybody else to to get J.C. Jackson. And so – in a situation like that, whether it's this player or any other player, sometimes you will float it out there, and then if Sunday you have an injury, you could do what the Patriots did in that case. These Cowboys must be pretty. Cam Akers was the de- same deal with the char- with the Rams, and, right? And then he was uh, he went to the Vikings. I was going to say the Cowboys must be pretty physical because the Patriots lost two guys for the season with mm-hmm. injuries. Judon also Their two best defensive players. Yeah. this year, Randy Gravy was good here, right? Yes. Don't 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 speak too fast. Yes. <laughs> and so what happened? I just want to know. I mean, we speak of it, of him as if he's, you know, yesterday's news. They tried they 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 thought they had him resigned. Mm-hmm. He agreed. Uh-huh. And I'm, then Denver gave him the be- same contract, mm-hmm. but basically in their contract it was like, well, if you get suspended, we're not going to take any of your signing bonus. Right, right. The Cowboys had that in their contract. No, no, no. I, I recall that. I recall yeah. that. No, I mean, what happened when he went to Denver? That's what I'm trying to he say. He only played 10 games, I mm-hmm. think, last year. He got he hurt. Played, he, last year, he played six games, three starts, 
He had two sacks, 12 tackles, seven quarterback hits. This year, four games. Oh, so it was 10 total. Yeah. This year, four games, three starts, one sack. His time with the Cowboys, okay, we're asking, he was good here. Yeah. He was good when he was healthy. on the field. On the field. field. And that, that had become uh, uh, yeah. the norm, well, him and, being well, on the field okay. as opposed to not. Right. Well, okay. 2021 mm-hmm. with Dallas, mm-hmm. 12 games, 11 starts, six sacks, and he had 17 quarterback pressures. Mm-hmm. 2020, 10 games, no starts, three and a half sacks. 2018, 14 games, one start, six sacks. 2016, two games, one sack. 2015, 12 games, no sacks. Well, if you, so if in you total, go, if in you Dallas, go, he had 16 and a half sacks from 2015 through 2021. And if you go the other way, instead of going 2021 and backwards, you go, you know, 2016 You see improvement. Well, and so the last – his, his commitment. best year, 2018. See what I'm saying? Well, well his last three years, but how 20 – well, 2019 is not included in that because he wasn't on the field in 2019. Because he got suspended. So 20, 2018 through 21 is four years. You're looking at 15 and a half sacks mm-hmm. in four years. Mm-hmm. So, and I think. Two, but he, but he was, he was or, part of a very good uh, Cowboys defense that has the reputation that it has right now. He was up. He was actually he a was, part of that when, when he was, he was eligible. eligible to play. When he, play. Was, eligible when he was available, yes, he was. And but the problem was he wasn't available. That's why enough. the Cowboys stuck with him. Mm-hmm. Well, Mike from Boston wants to know if we think the Cowboys have any interest in bringing him back for cheap. And we are not. And I, I'm, we're not I'm not addressing that. that. We're I'm not, not addressing that, that because he is property of the Denver Broncos no. until told otherwise. Mm-hmm. So we can't even think. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> our brains, well, are, think, our brains are not allowed say. to confuse <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to violate NFL rules, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I'd like to, when we come back here, mm-hmm. kind of break down, compare the Cowboys and the Niners. Look at the rosters. Mm-hmm. I think and, that's and, a good one. Mm-hmm. And compare the two. It's very interesting, I think, when we come back here on Mix Shots. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. 
Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Back, back to mixed shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, <laughs> the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. All right, we are on mix shots here. We're taking your texts. 817-290-3298. Savannah's got that covered. And let's cover Cowboys versus Niners and how these two teams match up with each other. And I just want to go not so much match up offense versus defense, but look at the roster and just see. Where, would you like to start on offense or start on defense? Let's compare? go offense. Mm-hmm. You want to start at quarterback? Yeah. Okay. You got Brock Pur- It It is interesting how Brock Purdy and Dak Prescott compare to each other, their background. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dak was at Mississippi State, and you can definitely make the case he was the, might be the best player in Mississippi State history, led that team to its highest ranking ever. They were number one ranked in the country for five weeks his junior season. And that was on his back. Uh-huh, that's right. And uh, Brock Purdy, meanwhile, was at Iowa State, and he was a four-year starter there, and they became a top-ten team on his watch as a quarterback of that team. And if you know the history of Iowa State football, that's probably one of the best four-year stretches in that university's history. Okay, They're, Then they are both – Third-day draft picks. Dak, of course, in the fourth round. And Mr. Irrelevant was the last pick of the draft last year. And then their rookie season, an injury occurs to not just the starting quarterback, but the backup quarterback, giving both of them the opportunity to play their rookie season. And what did Dak do when he became the starting quarterback? It was a 13-3 and record Playoff division season. championship. Won 11 of his first 12 games that year, including an 11-game win streak. And what has Brock Purdy done? He's on. He's working on 12 straight games in which he has started and finished that he has won. He's 12-0 and in games that he has started and finished, which – he did not finish. He only was in for like four plays of that NFC Championship. So when game. was his first game last year during their ten-game yeah. winning streak? It uh, I'll have to look it up for you, but it was in the midst of that. It was they had already won those games with Garoppolo. Yeah, I think I'm including the playoff wins too in that. I, well, he had two numbers on it. Two playoff two wins playoff and then wins. four, six, and so he's, six it was six games he won in the regular and season. Six in the, of yeah. those ten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, very similar paths. You would think Dak has more experience than him, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and has um, won more games. But yeah, kind of kind of similar. And he Brock Purdy is doing with this Niners team kind of what Dak did in his rookie year, which was Dak only had four interceptions that year. I think it was twenty three touchdown passes. He had they relied on running the football and it put him in a great position to have success. And that's what Brock Purdy's doing with Christian McCaffrey behind him. That's when Zeke would actually catch the ball mm-hmm. back in the day when he was younger. I remember the screen pass. Against the Steelers, yeah, I think it was. That's right. What it goes, 89, 90 yards Eight, or yeah, something? something like that. <laughs> Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. 23 and 4 on year. Touchdowns, touchdowns versus interceptions. interceptions. Yep. Finished, finished with a quarterback rating of 104.9, by the way. Mm. People forget this stuff mm-hmm. about him. In uh, 2021, he finished with a 104.2 quarterback rating and all the rest were in the 90s except for 2017 when it was 86.6 probably one of the better games i've seen uh in cowboy stadium was the um, packers versus cowboys 2016 aaron Rodgers uh spins out on the last drive and and uh, get throws the first down to the tight end is he still in the league? I can't remember the tight end's name, but he was a very good tight end. And uh, oh, Jared, we end up, they end him. up kicking like a 50-plus yard field Jared goal. Jared Cook. Jared Cook. Who, was a tight end. Yeah, at that time, he was really just making his mark on the league. And that was one of, the, that was one of his better plays that he's ever made, more, more meaningful plays that he's ever made. And I thought that was one of Dak's best games that he's ever played to forget, this moment. People forget that he put up 31 points in that game and had to drive down the end to tie that game up. We thought that would be the last and score of the game. left like 50 seconds left for Aaron Rodgers. Well, no, what was unfortunate, but we didn't realize after he's done it three or four times that season that Aaron Rodgers would actually pirouette and, and, mm-hmm. and spin out of the, out of the, the rush. And, and On third and forever. Which he had done three times that, that year already. With a, one of them a Hail Mary on the Monday night game, I believe it was against the Detroit Lions, and he was able to do that. So he was known for doing that that entire season, and we were surprised when he did it against us in that playoff game on that last drive. And it helped that the center was tackling one of the Cowboys' defensive linemen from behind on mm-hmm. that play. What does uh, what do people think it was Tro- one of Troy Aikman's greatest games of his career? Hmm. It was the NFC Championship game at San Francisco, and the Cowboys fell behind 21 to nothing to start the game and brought them back right. and almost pulled off the victory. That was that was like the Dak game you're talking about because uh, Green Bay got up on Dallas 21 to three midway through the second quarter of that game, mm-hmm. and Dak brought them back only to see Aaron Rodgers do that at the mm-hmm. end. So there and there's this perception out there that Dak can't put the team on his shoulder and bring them back. And how old was he? Well, how old was he that that in that game? Probably 20, 23. Yeah, yeah very young. He did that at yeah. 23 years old. That was very impressive. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, no one wants to say that their best game was a game that they lost in. Right. Mm-hmm. It happens, but no, you just don't want to take pride well, Troy, in it. Right. You know what? That 94 team will tell you how good that game was mm-hmm. after they spotted San Francisco a 21 to nothing lead uh, with uh, three turnovers on their first three possessions. Troy would rather tell you – Troy would rather pick another game. 
Right. I can tell you from experience. But you know He'd what? He'd rather choose go another ask, game as go his best game. Nate and Frisco, and he'll <laughs> tell you that was one of the, the, the most memorable games he played in mm -hmm. because they fought back and they didn't give up. And they were within a non-interference call on Deion Sanders from basically getting tying that game up. Yeah, that's the first time and only time I've ever seen Deion whipped. Right. I've never seen him look. <laughs> I've never you, seen him look like that before. If you think Michael about Irvin it, was owning him that game. If you think about <laughs> it, they started off thinking they were going to take Elvin Harper away with Deion Sanders and double team Mike, and that didn't work. So they put Deion on Michael, double teamed Harper, and Deion got whipped. It was the physicality of Michael Irvin. Right. I've never seen him impose his will like that on one individual like he did on Dion. And day. he had him beat for that touchdown, and he grabs him and turns no that whole game around because no there flag. was no flag. Mm -hmm. Savannah, you like the way we're breaking down this roster? Cowboys <laughs> versus Niners. I think we got we hung got, up on the we, quarterback. Sorry, we sorry. We, we should. I do this. My fault. We shouldn't My have started fault. with the quarterback. Sorry. Okay. Uh, sorry. We got two minutes. Uh, all right. We're gonna. Are we gonna? <laughs> we do got every, two minutes. Two minutes. Are we going? Are we gonna do ten minutes on every position? <laughs> okay. And go through history of running, running back. You can go back to the playoff history of the Cowboys. <laughs> we did a hell of a job. Oh, we can't get that anywhere. Well, okay. Hey, running back, running back. Running back. Yeah, one of the best in the league right now, right? Right. That's right. Tony Best Pollard. in the league. Okay. <laughs> if there you want to say that. And in the, two, in the two losses, Pollard <laughs> didn't really get an opportunity. I think he had six touches in the 21 mm -hmm. playoff loss, and then he got hurt. Was it first quarter? Second? It was second quarter, maybe. Yes. Um, in, second in the, quarter in the, right before an interception. Right before the interception. Right. Okay, wide receiver. You, well, it starts with Debo on one side and CD on the other side. Mm -hmm. Okay, and they are totally two different types of players to me. Right, they use they use the same, but their strengths are totally different. Mm -hmm. So they got they got Debo, Ayuk, and and Ayuk either, is healthy. Ayuk is healthy. Ayuk is healthy. Juwan, Juwan Jennings or Ray Ray McLeod. Ayuk is also, he's coming off of a career high. He had 148 yards in Arizona, and he ranks that? fifth in explosive mm. plays and leads the league in yards per route run. What a matchup there. They so also he has have zero drops this season. Uh, well. A rookie that they used some, Ronnie Bell, seventh-round pick out of Michigan, who okay. I like. The big green notebook liked him. So, <laughs> so fullback. approval. Jusek, Jusek, how do you say it? Jusek. Jusek. To Kyle Juszczyk out of Harvard. <laughs> you know, and, and Juszczyk is the standard bearer yes. of fullbacks in this league. Seven-time pro bowler uh, out of Harvard. But Cowboys, I like this I Hunter Lipke. I was going to say, can Lipke, can Lipke match his, his energy? He red went, zone. He, our only red there you zone. Go. He went to the Harvard of the Midwest, North Dakota State. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and, we'll go with that. And, uh, <laughs> well, Cowboys got somebody from North Dakota State, right? Two guys, right? I didn't say Hunter anything. Hunter Lepke. I didn't say anything. <laughs> oh, we just talked no, about I meant Trey Lance. Two guys. Yeah, no, we know. Right. Yeah, we know. Yeah. You didn't mention that. No, because he's not a fullback. I mentioned that the fullback okay. went yeah, to Harvard of the See, he Midwest, wants to go North off Dakota the deep State. end. He wants to go off the deep end. <laughs> tight end. We're trying to stay. Thank you. You like tight ends. Tight like end. George you got Kittle? Big Ten tight ends. All of Ferguson. our tight ends. We have three tight ends. 
And they're yeah. all just as good as Kittle together. I mean, if you put them all together. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Except I mean. Hendershot might not be on the field. And the backups for Kittle are Ross Dwelly, Charlie Warner, and Braden Willis out of the University and of hey, Oklahoma. Talk about Kittle. I mean, he's the man. Uh-huh. I mean, he's going to be a problem. He What's always the, is a problem. Okay, so the quickly. last time these two teams met, what play do you remember? Oh, come on. Game? The pass interference call. Mm-hmm. Against, uh, it was Donovan Wilson. Uh, versus Kittle. Kittle. Mm-hmm. And that was BS, by the way. Right. It, it was one of those Kansas City Chief passing offense calls down every time the, you look Down it in up. the red zone. Yeah, yeah. yeah they and did. then they also had the other uh, scramble drill play mm-hmm. where uh, Kittle was running free down the field mm-hmm. at, and flipped the field. So, yeah. Offensive line as a whole. When we're healthy. It's at least a push if it's healthy. When we're well, healthy. it is when interesting, though. you got a 10-time Pro Bowler at left tackle for the 49ers, Trent Williams, and 8-time Pro Bowler of healthy, Tyron Smith for the Cowboys, two premier players at that position in this league for the last decade. And the Aaron Banks is their left guard. Spencer Buford's and, their and, right guard. Aaron Banks was a second-round pick two years ago. Spencer Burford from UTSA, fourth-round pick last mm. year. And the center, Jake Brindle, who I've talked about out of UCLA yes. and Plano East High School. And then the right tackle, Colton McKivitz, was a fifth-rounder. And you look at the Cowboys, you got a first-rounder, if healthy, at left tackle, mm-hmm. a first-rounder at left guard, a Pro Bowl center last year in Tyler Biotis, a future Hall of Famer at right guard, and Terrence Steele, who just got his second contract uh, at right tackle. So we've got three Pro Bowlers on our side. And it would have been four if Steele didn't get hurt. Now, having said that, what what has happened for San Francisco is they have been healthy on their offensive line. Right. And if you go across the board in this league, teams that have healthy offensive lines, and they don't have to be future Pro Bowl players or anything like that, but if they are healthy, those teams have a big advantage over ones. That's the one game we lost is when we did not have our starters unable to play against Arizona. So, so kind of, and it kind of came up in the press conference a little bit, but we talk about what the Cowboys have to worry about with San Francisco. But I guarantee you they're talking about what they got to worry about with the Cowboys. And when we come back, when we come back, how about these defensive fronts on these two teams? Wow, we stayed on track. Good job. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket and the smoker. Miller Lite and the Cool. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. 
I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese-to-sour-cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. (sighs) Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back, back to mixed shots. Dallas Cowboys game time powered by Lenovo, the official gaming platform and community of the Dallas Cowboys. Sign up now to compete in Madden 24 for a chance to win two tickets and a VIP experience to a 2023 Dallas Cowboys home game. Qualifiers begin on October 6th and run through the 13th. Learn more and register at DallasCowboys.com. All right, we are breaking down these two teams. We looked at the offense. Now we're going to look at the defense, which I'm sure will lead us to talking about the Cowboys versus the 49ers in the 1971 playoff game somehow, some way. How? <laughs> Mickey will tell the story about Larry Cole rolling better than, around. Better than off. 81. I'd rather yeah. talk about 71 than 81. Mickey will tell the story about Larry Cole rolling around on the sideline and Roger Staubach came back with two mm-hmm. touchdown passes in the final two minutes of the game to win the game 30-2. No, you're not, right? Spags. You're not yeah. going down there. Cost, you're not. cost your former defensive back coach his head coaching job. Mike Nolan. His Dick, dad, Dick, Dick Nolan. 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 Yeah, not Mike, Mike Nolan's <laughs> dad, yes. Dick Nolan. Lost um, those two playoff games to the Cowboys, and mm-hmm. then they got rid of them. Uh, all right. All right, up defense. Front, up front on defense. Scary stuff on both sides, yo. Yes. <laughs> Niners added a guy that we're familiar with from Philadelphia. We hate him because he's so good. Javon Hargrave. He's so good. Hargrave had 11 sacks last year for the Eagles Ooh-wee. in 17 games and played. He's a grown man. And this year, he had a sack against Arizona. He had a sack against the New York Giants, and he had a sack against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So he's on, so he's on, on track. Pace. <laughs> he's on track. <laughs> to, to Got repeat. three of them. Three of them in four games. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. a pretty good pace, for, especially for an interior defensive lineman. Lining up alongside him is a former first-round draft pick in Eric Armstead. And on the edges, you got Nick Bosa, who was the second pick in the draft in 2019 and mm-hmm. just got paid. Five years, $170 million. And Micah Parsons said thank you very much. Yes, he did. And um, 
On the other side, Cleland Farrell, who is a bust in Las Vegas, actually started last week for San Francisco, made 34, uh, had 34 snaps, and also they've got their second-round pick from last year, Drake Jackson, as an edge. And they got some others that they run through there in their rotation. So? And what do the Cowboys have? Cowboys they've are... Got the, they match Hargrave with Osa. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Match Bosa with Parsons. Mm-hmm. Now, is somebody matching DeMarcus, DeMarcus Lawrence? Lawrence? I don't think Cleland Farrell is. Okay. And then Jonathan Hankins. And you had Armstead. And Armstead. Mm-hmm. Hankins is really playing well this year. And it's a rotation, obviously, mm-hmm. right. for the Cowboys. So I think we and have more depth, Niners. don't we? Well, Fowler and Armstrong yeah, and Sam Williams, if you look at those three coming mm-hmm. in as pass rushers. Um on San Francisco 49ers.com, they just said that I think we have more depth, don't we? You know what? It's debatable. And, right, and right. Gallimore is playing well. Gall- yes, Gallimore is playing right. well. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. You know, and we'll see what happens with Mozzie as we go forward. But both teams have invested in their defensive fronts. And, okay. and, you, and we'll include the linebackers in. If you're going to include the linebackers in there, which we will. You got I was, I was Fred Warner, who's one of the best in the I league. I was waiting. And you talk right. about Man. another guy who's gotten paid five years, ninety-five he million dollars. And uh, Dre Greenlaw is their other uh, starting line. Greenlaw scares me. That guy scares me. He's yeah. one of those guys that just a raw athlete. It, it, he has no off switch at all. He kind of reminds me of uh, of Sam Williams a little bit. Yes, they, they play different positions, but he is extremely physical. And it's hard to get him off the field. He had 127 tackles last wow. year, and Warner had 130. So now he's all over. He's all over. He, he, he scares me. I, I wouldn't even want to walk up on him and off he got, the field. He got a uh, two-year, $16 million deal. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this year, Greenlaw, 32 tackles, one for a loss, no sacks, one pass defense. Okay. Um. 1240, so secondary. <laughs> tick, 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 tick. Well, let's go. <laughs> secondary, Shervarius Ward and D. Lenore, your corners for San Francisco, and Isaiah Oliver in the slot. And your safeties, a guy they picked up in the fifth round who made the all-pro team, Talanoa Hufanga. And Tayshawn Gibson, veteran player out of Dallas Kimball High School in Wyoming, who is now 33 years is old. Is he really? Is starting strong safety. Wow. Yeah. I sort of remember when he first came into the league. Mm-hmm. So a guy like uh, Telenoa? Uh, uh, Hufanga. Hufanga. Last Hufanga. Name. Yeah. That guy is, when you miss someone like that in the draft and he falls to the fifth round, then there was something that they didn't see that he always possessed. Sort of like Donovan Wilson? Well, they see that the, the, the physical wasn't as impressive for them to where they wanted to take him higher. But obviously he's got something up here it's right. that Play made the USC. difference yep. and, and why he's making plays now with his physical ability. Mm-hmm. You put the mental with the physical on some players, it elevates them. But you can't see that when you're doing uh, a drills uh, with the ball and, or and the, the college and ga- the college game, right. which is well, wasn't played w- differently. Wilson was a sixth-round pick? And, and Donovan Wilson was a sixth-round yes. pick. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean – Malik Hooker was a first-round pick, but what curse was what seventh round? I mean, 
uh, yeah. safety. The other thing is a lot of teams don't value safeties like they do corners, mm-hmm. and uh, and so you'll it's find easier some to, It's easier to that, see. A cornerback, he's man-to-man. He's mm-hmm. on that person. If he does well with that person or he can make tackles, then it's easier to quantify. But if you have a guy, like you said, the safety position, he can make decisions on the pro in the pros – uh, and elevate himself mentally faster than he could a guy. And elevate his teammates, too. Exactly. So I people think lined up right. In this game, I think Marquise Bell is going to be very important to what this defense does. Because mm-hmm. if they want to play that deal with just Van Der Esch on the field mm-hmm. and he's the linebacker, Somebody's got to be in charge of Debo. Well, here's the thing with San and Francisco. Uschek, McCaffrey. Well, Uschek yeah. is on the field so much. Right. I mean, they, they might have they, to. Keep they look three. at him as Real. a second tight end. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that may keep your personnel uh, different than right. uh, in a nickel package. But or, then it might be Wanya Thomas out there Bell. to yeah. take care of the That's tight right. end. But then. The linebackers got to, you know, who's dealing with McCaffrey? Because somebody's got to cover him as a wide receiver, not just a running back. And it's not just the physical out here. He needs to know what he's doing. Right. And they're going to try and cross him up big time because right. he's young. Right. You know, he's just, they can see how confused he Both got. Both of the guys, Thomas against and Arizona. Bell. Yeah, and Thomas, uh, yeah. Wow, you got two young guys out there, two big physical guys. They're going to try and take advantage of their aggressiveness. And and now, once you get them off 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 kilter, then you got problems for the rest of the game. But if they come in, they're making plays, and if if Quinn can get them honed in on what they have to do and keep it simple for them, it's not just going to be a physical game. It's going to be a mental game as well. Because if you think about it, in the opener, everybody was worried about um, the Giants' tight end mm-hmm. uh, Waller. Waller, yeah, right. And remember, they lined up. Wanye Thomas basically yes. on him. Yes. And uh, disappeared. But, but yeah, but the giant. But the, 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 yeah. the, the quarterback <laughs> disappeared too, as he has in most games. Yes. Uh, yeah, having to figure out the Giants' philosophy versus figuring out the, the Niners' yeah. philosophy is going to be a totally different thing. Right. Right. How about kickers? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we get oh, one minute left. Both, Special teams. Both have rookies. <laughs> so, how good is that kicker? For he, he was the first one drafted, I mm, believe. Third round Moody. pick. He was a third round? Third round, Jake Damn, Moody, 90, 9th or 90, if I read my writing, 99th pick in the draft mm-hmm. out of Michigan, Jake Moody. So he's 9 of 9 on field goals, 14 of 14 on extra points, and his long is 57, so he's got a leg, and he's got 41 points. So he's 6th in scoring, 2 Brandon Aubrey, who has 48 points, tied for the lead among kickers with uh, Elliott of Philadelphia. Jake Elliott. And all he's missed is one his first extra point. His right? first. Yeah. Nine of Sudden 10. change. Wow. It was a sudden change extra Man, point. Let's just look. This game, razor thin. So that we just the found the difference in the two teams. That right was there. it. Mm-hmm. The, the kicker. kickers. Seven point <laughs> difference. That's right. <laughs> But I bet they're a little bit better in the red zone than the Cowboys are. Off the top of my head. No doubt. No doubt. Will that make the difference, though? Well, in this game, you better not be leaving four points on the field when you're inside the 10-yard uh, line. So what he's getting at, don't rely too much on that rookie kicker. Hmm. I mean, you can rely on them, but you're going to get further behind because you're not scoring touchdowns. Yeah, you yeah, got to stop somebody. You have to stop somebody. 
Uh, team offense inside the 20, San Francisco's ranked 7th. They've scored touchdowns on 12 of 18 possessions in the red zone. 12 of 18. The Cowboys okay. are 7 of 19. All right. So, so we, we did it. Have we reached a conclusion? No side. Who wins the game? I think. Well, we're going to have to wait until tomorrow <laughs> for you to find out who we are picking. It's a big mystery until tomorrow here on Mix Shots. We'll see you at high noon. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?